0: May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. You I'm delighted to be here with you on this beautiful Sunday morning as we celebrate the resurrection of Christ, which is one of the fundamental reasons why we meet on Sundays that we are constantly reminded of how we are a people of resurrection in the midst of the struggles of life. Delighted especially in this world to be able to see the birth of a new nation in South Sudan, a nation being born with hope and anticipation, not when things are all okay, but when things are still a struggle, but there is a sense of purpose and hope in coming together and claiming that hope as a people in this world. As we gather on this Sunday, when we are living into what it means to be a people who claim the power of God, we are reminded in our readings of how that power is there for the taking or for the receiving, and for us to then be channels to enable that power of God to live through us. It's much like the flute, I guess, which causes a brilliance of music to come forth out of the breath that we all breathe but somehow it finds itself sounding a lot more beautiful just because of a channel, just because of an iteration that is enabled by the fingers and the breath and the inflection thereof you and I have been given what we know as the Word of God. And as the prophet Isaiah reminds us, this Word of God is like the rain and the snow that goes forth from the heavens with a purpose to replenish, to nurture, and enable new life to begin and enable life to be sustained, enable fruit to be born. That is the word that we receive. And in Romans, we are reminded that as long as we are willing to live into this faith, as long as we are willing to make Christ a part of us, we will have power. The collect for today reminds us of why we need this power. Because without it, we are not able to fulfill the grace that is given to us. Granted, we may know and understand what things we ought to do, and also may have grace and power faithfully to accomplish them. Most of us know what we need to do. It is finding the strength to do it is where I struggle the most. Most of the time I know what's the right thing to do. But living into it is a struggle. And St. Paul seems to suggest that there is a struggle here. The very thing I want to do I'm not able to do. And the very thing I hate doing is what I end up doing. It's a terrible quandary. This human existence And that is where we need to then come back to our source, to find the power, to find the strength. And indwelling of the Word of God in our our being is a good place to begin. As long as we are able to dwell in this Word, as long as God's Word is able to strengthen us, we will find the power. It is there for the taking, as long as we will receive it. Most of God's gifts are freely given, but it's only those who cash that check (laughs) who actually benefit from it. The rest of us can sort of sit around and stand around and be spectators, but now I'm at St. Peter's in Henrietta, where I don't believe there are spectators you are all actively involved in this faith journey. I hope you will continue to indwell in God's Word so that you may find the power to do what you know is right, what you know is good, what you know is a blessing. I'm reminded of a story of how when I was growing up, I was involved in a mission or ministry among people or young people with special needs. And we were encouraging some of them for confirmation. Many of them had Down syndrome. And I remember sitting in a circle with young people who, in that sense of the word, did not understand the way normal people did. And I was awakened to a new, Understanding on this particular day, and I was probably about 21, thought I knew everything. And I was sitting next to Susan, who had Down syndrome, and, and the priest had given out papers and asked us all to draw something or write something about our understanding of the Trinity. Now, for those of you who grappled with the Trinity, that's not a piece of cake right? And so we all did some scribble of some sort and we went around to do a little show-and-tell. When it came to Susan's turn she only had one line, a vertical line. We said, Susan, what's this? She goes, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And then she said something profound. She said, Susan, I understood indwelling that day. I understood a little bit of the Trinity that day. And Susan opened my eyes to what it means to remember that we are a part of God. That is awesome. That's scary, but it's awesome. It gives me a sense of understanding that I am not here by myself. Whatever my struggle, whatever my quandary, whatever my anxiety, I know that I am a part of God. And that gives me hope. That gives me confidence. Not in myself, but in the God who chooses to embrace me and make me a part of God. Isn't that something? You are an imprint of God. As my bishop who ordained me used to say, in the four gospels people can read about Jesus, but if they want to see Jesus, they are looking at you because you are an imprint of God. Of course, it scares me a lot when someone says that. (laughs) But what that means is that there is a liberation that we can rest In that assurance that is unshakable irrevocable that you and I are made in the image of God and that we can indwell with God as Christ dwells within us so we are not weaklings my friends by ourselves we may be but with God That's why Paul can say we are more than conquerors. Not to prove our strength, not not to do macho things, but to be a part of the blessing that God wants us to be. And so because we can allow Christ to dwell within us, we can then pronounce hope for ourselves. We are then called to whisper that hope for ourselves when the going gets tough. And the going does get tough sometimes, doesn't it? Life is tough sometimes. Life is hard sometimes. And you, you wonder if you will make it through. And we are reminded that by pronouncing this hope for ourselves, reminding ourselves that God, who has stood with us in the past, continues to walk with us, It gives us confidence to face yet another moment, to wake up yet another day, and face it with confidence because God has been faithful. God has been faithful to us. God has been faithful to our ancestors. God will continue to be faithful. And so we can pronounce it. Sometimes we are not able to shout it out loud because we're not feeling that confident, but we can pronounce it. I sometimes go to a nursing home and I find this person who's got Alzheimer's or dementia and we are saying some things there and most of the time we're not sure if they are with you, with us. And then you start the Lord's Prayer and all of a sudden you can see their lips move. They are pronouncing their baptism. They are pronouncing a remembrance that God is with them and that God will never forsake them. If you are going through a rough time this week, pronounce that hope. God is with me. God is with me. And as long as you can cling on to that hope, you will find the power to face all kinds of adversity. Because adversities are just a part of life. They happen to everybody. People often come to me and ask the question, why do bad things happen to good people? I don't know. But they do. Bad things happen to everybody. And sometimes the journey gets tough when it happens to us or to someone we love. I hope you can pronounce a word of hope because God is with you. That brings us to this wonderful passage in Matthew where we are reminded that Jesus calls us to proclaim good news to all people, to all kinds of people. We are all called to proclaim good news. Why? Because we are good news. I hope people feel that when you walk into the room, that you are an embodiment of good news, of joy, of what is hopeful in the world. I hope you can be that kind of person because at the end of the day that's the theology we are living into. Remember that wonderful passage from John, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word became flesh. Because you and I are baptized in that same spirit you and I become a part of that Word just as Susan reminded me, that we are a part of God. Because of that, we become an agent of transformation. You become an agent of transformation. You do not have to feel like you're a victim. You do not have to feel like you're just a survivor. You are a child of God, endowed with all the benefits because you are baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, in whose name we will receive a few people today into our fellowship, in whose name we will reaffirm our vows today along with Ethel. We are being called to be a community that will be the proclamation of the gospel of good news because of that one hope that God has in us. This is a privilege that you and I share so that we can be a people of hope. You are already doing that in some wondrous ways. You have prelid meeting here in your undercroft, which is a nice way of saying basement, (laughs) meeting to heal people. You have full tummies, I believe, making it available in that sense, extending the banquet table to those who do not have plenty, who do not have even enough. And you are doing something about it. You are being the proclaimers of good news in this place. And in several other ways, you are becoming more and more like the Christ whom you believe, so that you will be a part of the transformation and the hope that we have in Christ the good news is that we are asked only to proclaim the good news we don't need to worry about where it falls some of it will fall in good soil, some of it in not so good soil but that doesn't matter all we are asked to do is to proclaim can we do that? and all that means is that we have to be authentic that you and I are being called to be authentic with our faith Authentic in what we are, who we are, so that we can radiate the love of Christ where we are. My friends, this is not rocket science. It does come down to, is Christ in you? And as long as Christ is within me, there is hope and God will be glorified. May it be so more and more at St. Peter's. May it be so more and more wherever you are on life's journey so that God may be glad whenever you show up in whatever capacity you show up. Amen.